Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon, and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. It's the first episode of a brand new year. I'm feeling really good. I am been trying to have this slower approach. I feel that there can be so much pressure linked to the start of a new year. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to hit the ground running and you're going to do all the things? And instead, I'm just trying to make the most of the time that I've had off. I don't think I've ever had so much time off at Christmas without doing anything. I haven't done the family thing. I've been inside. Usually I would finish client work on Christmas Eve and then maybe start work again a few days later. But this time I've had 10 days of sitting on the couch, eating, obviously, getting through my pile of books and magazines, watching shows that I've been meaning to binge on, and also kind of getting my mind clear for a new year of new work, new shoots, new podcast episodes, new TikToks. That's a whole other thing. I'm kind of scared to put it out there, but basically former guest Dolma Altan posted on Instagram about the value of posting 100 days in a row. The premise of it is not to be seen. It's literally so that as a creative, you kind of get through the crap. You know, when you're in a creative industry, it can be easy to think that everything you produce is great and everything you produce is art, but there's a lot of crap in there. And obviously art is subjective, but the premise of this kind of challenge that Dolma's set is to just be about the work. And yeah, I haven't decided which day I'm starting yet, but you can hold me to this, the first episode of 2023, that I will be posting 100 days in a row. That I've said it now. And if there's one thing I can't stand is when someone says they're going to do something and they don't. So I don't want to be that person. So stay tuned. As we ease our way, though, into this new year, that's what I'm very much about. I am definitely set on giving you even more podcast episodes, actually. It won't be daily, which is something I did for kind of an experiment and an alternative advent calendar. If you were listening throughout December, you'll know that I did an episode every single day from December 1st until Christmas Day. I won't be doing that again, maybe next Christmas, but right now that's just taught me, yeah, consistency and quantity can work together. If you're a regular listener, you know I've been doing this podcast since before 2020. So now we're weekly and yeah, you might see me twice a week, maybe even three times, but definitely looking forward to sharing more information with you. I think that's one thing that came out of doing all those TikToks. I had so many people saying thank you. It's weird. It's like, I don't think you really get that on Instagram. On TikTok, I mean, there's a lot of negative things that people can say about TikTok. I have never had so many people say thank you for sharing information. So I really just want to keep going with that. And I'll also share personal insights into beauty. And of course, I've got some great guests lined up for you. But for now, this is the first episode and it's simple enough. I'm sharing my top five beauty and hair predictions for the first part of this year. Obviously, Fashion and beauty do have like a seasonal calendar, spring, summer, 
autumn winter but I feel that because of social media it's not really about that anymore trends can happen anytime so I'm keeping it simple and just talking about the first part of the year which usually for many countries is the time of the year when the sun is brighter it's with us for longer we're perhaps in a more positive frame of mind so I'm sharing my personal favorite makeup look as well for you at the end because I've just fallen in love with certain products that I just keep using over and over. I'm not bringing skincare into this episode, by the way, because I think that can be its own episode. This one is purely about the way I see us decorating our faces and hair for spring, summer. Throughout this, I will link many of the trends to the catwalk. I don't think that is the strongest place to start, however, because like I said, social media really does start so many of the trends, so many that we can't keep up. And of course, what we see on the catwalk when it comes to the fashion for many of us is unattainable. However, I do think that fashion does give us clues into how we're going to be feeling when it comes to a certain season. And so that's where I'll be taking much of my makeup inspiration for sure. Anyway, let's get into my five key makeup trends first. Alien makeup. For me, this was absolutely started by former guest and my friend Aoife Cullen. I can't remember when I first found her on Instagram, but I remember that she had this little alien emoji in her bio. And once I had her on the show, which I'll share a link to that episode for you, it was February 2022. Aoife really blew me away because she is like a scientist slash artist. She is intent on experimentation. She makes up trends herself. She'll just be sitting there and think, let me try this with that. She's the person that absolutely started the black lip gloss trend. You may have seen on TikTok or Instagram, certain makeup artists and influencers saying, let's make black lip gloss and they'll mix in their mascara or they'll mix in eyeshadow. And I just want everyone to know Aoife Cullen did it first. She's truly an innovator. And I think it's that innovation and her love of alien-like beauty, that otherworldly beauty that's not about being pretty. That's what's attracted the likes of celebrity followers such as Doja Cat and Julia Fox. Both are women who are completely uninterested, supposedly, as they say. I think Julia Fox kind of For some people, she straddles both worlds because she's done certain things to her body to look a certain way. But that aside, both Doja Doja Fox, both Doja Cat and Julia Fox are known for taking off their eyebrows. And even Doja, she did a bruised look, which I put on my TikTok. It's I think it's my it's my most viewed TikTok ever and most liked. But of course, there's a lot of there are a lot of negative comments on there saying that why is Doja making herself look like she's been hurt? And I was like, if you listen to the words of the TikTok, I literally tell you, Doja said she felt like Fashion Week was literally kicking her ass. So she got her makeup artist, Sophia Sinnott, to kind of recreate that look. I'm definitely not someone that's here to make light of domestic abuse at all. I think this makeup look was about making herself look extremely different. Again, with Julia Fox, when she had that really severe black eye that was done by Daniel Kalarik, everybody was like, why? She she looks so ugly. What is wrong with her? 
I thought she looked amazing. She had this black eye. She had gold earrings. She had her hair all slicked back. I mean, she was doing all the trends at once. But I think mainstream media, you know, the the newspapers, they're just like, it's so ugly. Why would a woman want to make herself look like this? And for me, it's not ugly. You just can't handle it because it's so different to you. It's alien to you. And yeah, I feel like Aoife Cullen absolutely allowed for us to have this kind of play, actually. It's okay to not be pretty in everybody's eyes. Society has told us you must be pretty for everybody else. It never tells you to be pretty for yourself. But also there's the other side. If you want to make yourself look ugly in the eyes of society, it's your face. It's makeup. And I've said it before, it washes off. The next trend, I'm calling it soft flush because I really think that's what it's about. Flushed cheeks, but perhaps a little bit extreme. It's something that we've definitely seen on the catwalk back in the 90s, kind of like shows with Jean-Paul Gaultier or I feel like Pat McGrath absolutely nailed that look. But we also saw it on shows like Sex and the City, the first two series. Back then it was done by the legendary makeup artist Kabuki and he was very set on making key character Carrie Bradshaw look really flushed and natural. So he would use lots of like pearly highlighter teamed with a bit of bronzer and lots of blush. It was just very flushed and very pretty. And I feel that we're leaning back into that now, especially if we look at the Fashion Week collections. We've seen lots of bows and ribbons and flowers and bubble skirts. It's kind of, I think on YouTube, they're calling it extreme femininity and Again, even the word femininity and feminine can kind of be taken apart lately. It's it's no longer the ideal just because you happen to see yourself as a female. However, that being said, calling these feminine accents, it's a language that we I know that you listening, you're going to understand when I say pink and flowing and floral. They are classically feminine accents. And we're seeing so much on it on the catwalk, it's bound to come through into makeup. It's all about super flushed cheeks, glossy lips with very flesh toned colors. And let's not forget, this is also a trend that we've seen on many of the East Asian influencers. If you go on TikTok, you see so many of the Korean influencers in particular doing this flush look, like nothing on the eyes, very flushed cheeks, groomed brows and glossy lips. I feel that the latest take on the trend is going to give it a little bit of a boost with a little bit of bronze and more highlighter coming through. It's like a warmed up version of the current cold girl makeup trend. Instead of it being so red, it's definitely more pink slash bronze. I feel that it's this really pretty look that will work on any skin tone and it easily transitions into a grunge or nighttime look by adding some smudged eyeliner. My third trend is it's kind of like this weird mashup hybrid. I couldn't decide whether to call it goth glam, glam grunge, soft grunge. Um, So what I'll do, I'll describe a few people to you and maybe you will get exactly what I'm trying to say. I would say head straight to TikTok and look at one of my favorite creators, Gabriette. That's G-A-B-B-R-I-E-T-T-E. She has nailed that kind of sleepy grunge girl look. 
she will often wear eyeliner, a touch of pink blush, maybe a touch of gloss on her lips. Her eyebrows are extremely thin and that's it. She'll just have very straight black hair. It's kind of like, I don't want to say heroin chic because that's a whole other episode. And obviously there are very many negative connotations to that trend, that moment that came in in the 90s and was quickly ushered out. But the concept is very much about pretty girl goth. So black liner is key, put it that way. You'll also see it on the likes of, say, Jenna Ortega, who is the star of the hit Netflix show Wednesday. I really wanted to like that show, but I realized it's like it could be so good because Wednesday is this very dry teenager that's just like unimpressed with the world. And I think we've all had those phases, but it's just very made for mainstream. It's like, I don't want to say it's just a little bit cheesy for me. So I've given up, but everyone looks really good in it. And another take on this kind of goth glam would absolutely be Wednesday's mum, who is played by Catherine Zeta-Jones. She wears this extremely dark, glossy red lip with black liner. I actually think it's more like a dark purple liner. And I think it's meant to be MAC Cosmetics Night Moth liner. I actually did that look myself before I'd even seen Catherine's look. And I couldn't believe how spot on it was. It's just super dark and very glossy, like jammy glossy. And I guess one thing that that's proven is that it can be worn by women of any age. Also, quick side note, I would suggest Avril Lavigne, if that's more your speed, if you know Avril. It's a style that she's been rocking since what the 2000s. Kind of greasy, heavily lined eyes, very black. She still does it today. And apparently her favorite eye pencil is MAC Cosmetics Smolder. It's such a gorgeous black. I feel that... An easy way to do this look is just make your eyes really dark and either wear it with nude lip or a really dark lip to really make it more goth grunge. So yeah, sorry, I couldn't get, I couldn't quite find the exact name for that one the way I see it. Anyway, next, it's all about brows. I'm going to keep this one short because we've been talking about brows for a long time, haven't we? We've been talking about bleaching brows for a really long time. And it's purely down to what we've been through. It's that aftermath of wearing masks. At one time, our eyebrows and eyes were the only thing that people could see. We were indoors a lot. So everybody was bleaching their brows, trimming their brows. Or if you're like model Amelia Gray, you were shaving them off. Again, former guest Aoife, she's a big fan of barely their brows, bleaching them. Isamaya French has got a YouTube on bleaching them. I literally bought a bleach kit this week because I'm finally going to bleach my brows. I think a lot of it is just, what can we do next? And I feel that this year, there'll be a lot of more professional treatments for brows. So you can go and get your brows bleached by the pros. I know so many people that go to hair salons to get their hair bleached and they'll be like, and this is me included, by the way, they'll ask the hairstylist, any chance you can do my brows as well? And they'll be like, no. I do think we're going to see a lot of more professional services for bleaching and not just bleaching platinum blonde. I think a lot of people are going to take their brows to copper. We've seen that a lot on TikTok and just lighter brown because all round lightening your brows opens up your face. You don't have to do the full on bleach. I also think people might even play with color on their brows. You might see pink, you might see blue, you might see silver. I just think it's a really good way for people to play and 
I think for many countries around the world, people feel we are kind of back to normal. And I don't want to state what your normal is or my normal, because I think we are all very different. We've all been through very different things. But I think that right now, it's more than ever about having fun and brows are a key way to play with that. Fun is my fifth and final makeup trend. We've been inside, we've been out, but weren't quite sure if this was, you know, the last time. It's been really tough and we've gone past makeup as therapy. Now it is time to see it purely as fun. And I think it's, again, it's the catwalk that has given us that, allowed us that really. You might not buy Gucci or Loewe or Moschino, you know, those outfits cost thousands of pounds, but you can still have fun with your makeup. They're all brands that I've mentioned that have incredible fun on the catwalk. Moschino has got like inflatable outfits. Loewe has got everything going on, nipples, balloons, bows for shoes, everything. And I think makeup is going to go to that fun level. There's still going to be the glitter. There's going to be embellishment. We're going to remove our eyebrows. We're going to replace them with glitter. We're going to replace them with sequins. Over on my TikTok, I'll definitely show these looks, but I mentioned the likes of Vlada Haggerty, who is someone who's been doing embellishment on her lips for years. Like she would have been the one to do it first. If you've seen anybody with crystals or sequins on their lips, undoubtedly Vlada Haggerty would have done it first. I also mentioned Nikki Makeup, who is this master of making women look so beautiful, but she'll throw in these little, just different hints, like removing the eyebrows and replacing it with tiny rhinestones. They're two makeup artists that absolutely know how to have fun. And fun is the way we're all going to be going. And I've said it before. I think I said it at the beginning of this episode, makeup washes off. It's not a big deal. So just experiment as much as you want, whatever your age. So at the beginning, I did say I was going to share my favorite look for right now. And I should really commit to doing a video on this just to show you. But I've been really inspired by my collection of Vogue and Elle magazines from the US and the UK, specifically from the mid 20, specifically from the mid 2000s. I've got this copy of Italian Vogue, actually, Vogue Italia from 2016 and I've just been transfixed by the makeup on the eyes it was definitely black or brown liner that might have a metallic hint to it really smudged in perhaps even smudged in with a touch of bronzer there's bronzer all over by the way forehead um not contouring so much it's more like bronzer almost as blush and definitely defining the jaw area and then you'll see it kind of layered with a shimmering pink blush. And my absolute favorite new product, heavily influenced by TikTok, I have to say, is MAC Cosmetics Pro Longwear Paint Pot in the shade Babe and Charms. And I think it might be being discontinued. I thought I was being quite new when I bought it, but um, it's actually half price on the MAC UK website right now, by the way. It's like nine pounds but I have loved wearing it in the pot. It definitely reads more like a golden pearly pink, but on my skin, which is like at best in the winter, kind of like a warm yellow. It's just, you really see the pink coming through. I'm wearing it today. I've put it on my cheeks and my eyes. It's definitely shimmering. It's definitely got like a multifaceted effect to it. 
I think it would pretty much suit any skin tone. I love how you can wear it on your lips, on your eyes. And I really enjoyed wearing it with bronzer and this my absolute new favorite highlighter. I have to say I was gifted this. I'm so glad that Say, is it Say? S-I-S-A-I-E, Say gifted me this because I don't, I don't know if I would have picked it up myself. It is so pretty. It's the Say Glowy Super Gel in the shade Star Glow. I cannot stop wearing it. It's something that you can wear even when you're not wearing makeup because it has it's the most beautiful light dewy liquid that will give any skin tone the most natural highlight all over it looks kind of like whitish pearly in the in the bottle but that kind of the color side of it kind of seems to disappear when you put it on i can't explain it definitely try it for yourself it feels so refreshing as well it's great underneath makeup but it's also perfect for dabbing on as your highlighter. On my lips for the first half of the year, maybe all of the year, who knows? Again, trends are no longer so cyclical. I just, I just, I feel like we can dip in and out of anything we want. I am obsessed with Makeup Forever's line of, I think they're called Artist Color Pencils. I've been wearing them for a while, ever since Katie Jane Hughes introduced all of us to her favorite endless cacao like that is her go-to I think it's been years now and she advised me because of my skin tone she was like maybe don't try endless cacao it might read too cool on me but obviously times have changed and many of us are wearing cooler toned liners and bronzers now I still haven't bought endless cacao but I have got up and down tan limitless brown wherever walnut um, oh gosh, I've got an earthy one. I've got so many of their browns and they're just so pretty. Honestly, again, whatever skin tone you are, I would highly recommend that you check out Makeup Forever's Artist Color Pencils. You will find one that's for you. They blend out perfectly, but they're also amazing for creating very crisp lines if you really want to throw it back to the 90s and wear something very dark. I'm currently wearing them with very kind of opaque pink glosses. Like I've got a favorite one from Pat McGrath, but also I'm loving wearing it with this Maybelline one I've got on today, which is called Lifter Gloss. That's got hyaluronic acid in it. And I wear shade 007, which is amber. And I've also been loving, it feels very retro, but I've been going back to MAC lip glosses. I don't know if you know, but do you know Oyster Girl? It's just really shimmery. I think it's very mid-2000s, maybe even before them, but I feel it's very mid-2000s Tumblr Girl. It's like an iridescent pearly shimmer, and it is brilliant on pretty much any lip color you can think of. Finally, my eyebrows. Well, I mentioned earlier I have bought a bleach kit, so watch this space. I will let you know how it goes. If you know me or my videos, you'll know I don't really have much I don't really have much eyebrows. So hopefully if it goes wrong, you won't notice too much. So finally, I just wanted to throw a quick little hair commentary in there because I forget I'm actually, you know, I've, I'm a hair journalist too. I've been writing about hair for a really long time. And fun fact, I actually used to edit hair magazines. So again, I feel hair is absolutely 
it's always been about expression, but since the pandemic, people that would not normally play with their hair have been really going for it when it comes to color. It's been all about those money pieces, very chunky highlights. But I think now we are really moving towards, it was a style that was made really popular by Carrie Bradshaw when she changed her look from Sex and the City. I'm going to look it up, but it's, do you know that look when your hair's really dark underneath? So let's say your hair length is at least jaw length or perhaps longer. And you'll have this very dark tones of chocolate brown or even red underneath. And on top, you'll go full on bleach. So it's kind of like a two-tone effect. I'm going to see if there's an actual name for that because I feel like I should be telling you a specific name. I can't find a specific specific name for it, but we've seen it very, very recently on Miley Cyrus. She did this performance on New Year's Eve and I actually love it. It's, yeah, she's got like, it's past her shoulders, super blonde on top, very wavy. And it's the waves that allow us to see that underneath her hair is really dark. I think I had this a long time ago. I'm trying to remember when, but definitely when I had longer hair and it was curly, I went for this look. I think what it does is it can add a lot of depth and it's also kind of fun to like have your hair half up, half down because you'll have half of it's dark and half of it's blonde. It really only works when it's like super blonde and then a dark brown or red underneath. So I definitely think we're going to see that coming back, probably because of Miley. And also when it comes to styles, it's very much, you know, pick a mammal and there's a style for it or pick a sea creature, there's a style for it. We've seen the jellyfish, we've seen the octopus, now it's the butterfly, we've had the wolf. Basically, whenever you see a creature or animal or mammals name attached to a hairstyle it's pretty much always going to be to do with layering and layering around the face um I did really love the wolf cut but it's basically a shag which has been around since the 60s 70s jellyfish it's kind of similar to octopus but it's more defined it's like it think of a bob to your jaw but then you've got a whole load of hair going down to like past your shoulders underneath that So any style, I would say any style is pretty much going to be focused on layers. And when you think of layers, it actually takes me back to one of my recent 90s episodes, the Rachel haircut. That got a lot of flack, but I feel that in 2023, we're absolutely going to be chopping into our hair. Definitely lots of fringes or bangs, as you would say in the States. Definitely layers around the face. Definitely lots of feathering, but also blunt layers. So it's just about experimentation and expression. I feel that we've all been through so much. Our hair and our makeup is a key way to express ourselves because with this apparent cost of living crisis, you know, we perhaps we can't afford the looks from the catwalks, but we can in our own way afford to play with our hair and makeup. I think at pretty much whatever budget you have. Let me know If you've enjoyed any of these spring beauty trends, let me know if you're going to try them. Tag me if you've tried anything that I've mentioned in this episode. Correct me if I've got things slightly wrong with that goth glam one, the grunge one. If you know a specific name for that trend, feel free to DM me on Instagram or Twitter at Beauty Me Podcast. You can check out my TikToks over at Sharice Kenyon. I've got a whole host of new ones coming for you. 
because I said I'd post a hundred times in a row. That will be on TikTok. It won't be everywhere. I just cannot do that. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for returning to Beauty Me in what is a new year for all of us. It's a new time. I'm so grateful to anyone who has listened. And if you've listened and enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe to this podcast because not a lot of people, you might listen to Beauty Me every week, but you might not be subscribed. But by clicking that subscribe or follow, you really help the podcast to be seen by others. And also leave me a review. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you'd like to see more of. And don't forget, I've also got a newsletter. You can sign up for free at beautymenotes.substat.com. I'll see you next time and I'll leave a link to all the products mentioned in the show notes for you.